Welcome to an inspirational message recorded live at Little Falls Christian Center. Father God, we can truly say tonight, you are the lifter of our head. Father, we just come to you, the author and the finisher of our faith. Tonight, O oh God, I pray that the anointing would come upon your people that the anointing would break every yoke in Jesus' mighty name. Oh God, in the Spirit we see people whose heads are hanging down. Right now in the Spirit, oh God, strengthen your people. Lift up those heads and see the Lord of glory. Tonight, let's give Him praise in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you to the band. How precious, how precious. Praise God. Yet again, it's Sunday evening here at Little Falls. And look at all these people. We're amazed. We're not used to this anymore. <laughs> but welcome, welcome. And those on the internet, welcome. May you have a great evening with us. Amen. Praise God. So my message is, let me look here at the back. Put on Jesus. Amen. How many of you are ready to put on Jesus? I see the youth is ready. Okay, we've got silence over here. All right. Well, it's been interesting here at Little Falls because Pastor Harold is busy addressing us on the issue of, and he's getting, he told us he's getting to the place of real spiritual warfare. Now, we're in that game. This church have been planted for specifically that purpose. God has raised up a man of God, a true prophet, not someone who just have a title. <laughs> because you can easily see if a person is a prophet by asking him, what significant thing has God shown you? And usually there would be silence. But the true prophets in the nation and the nations of this world know exactly where the church is and where the church should be going to. And we are in that mode. We're actually with a smiling face in a war mode. Amen. Right. Praise God. So when we're in that kind of mode, you know, then basically um, there need to be an understanding and we need to understand purpose. We need to understand how God wants to use every person, young and old. You cannot be on a spiritual pension. Pensions are there only when you go to heaven. Then there's a massive payout. But on this side of the grave, there's a lot to do. And we want to equip the church. So I want to talk just one second about Satan, right? Just want to say something because we actually don't care about him. <laughs> when in true spiritual warfare, you don't care about him because we know what Jesus did on the cross. And what Jesus did is that he sorted him out once and for all. He sorted him out. Amen. We don't like to talk about a defeated person called Satan, but I have to mention him. Because he knows you better than you know yourself. He knows your weakness. He knows exactly where he could come against you. Therefore, 
we need to put on Jesus because it's the only way, the only way to stand in an evil generation and to defeat him because you personally, George Brandon had to learn how to stand by himself and trust in the name of Jesus. And every person need to do that. You need to do it for yourself. You need to get to the place where God looks at you and you look at the Lord and you see a smile on God's face. <laughs> Not a Lord that worries. Oh my word, what are they doing? So, Satan hates you. Do you understand that? But the way to get back at him is to be and to be like Jesus. So this evening is about to be like Jesus. And how to be like Jesus? Because we love to talk about Jesus. We're going to spend eternity with Him. Do you want to do that? All right, then you've got to be on this side of the grave, be like Him. So we've got to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. It's the only solution to a dark and dangerous world. Amen. You've got to be the church. What is the church? The church is what we call the ecclesia, the called out ones, the separate ones, those whom you can identify because they identify with Jesus Christ. If you are truly the church, then you can see it, hear it, and experience it. The true church of Jesus Christ are people that you know, that you know, that you know this person is saved. And this person knows Jesus. Because that's what it's about. Christianity is only about Jesus and how we portray Him and what we do with Him. So, we need to get to the place. I want to read to you a scripture which says the following. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. He is a new creation. He is a new creation. If you are not a new creation, you are not born again. You only sit with the knowledge of the gospel then. You've not been activated. And then it says, old things have passed away. That's how you see a person, if a person is truly born again. Because the old things, no more there. And you see it, you know it, you experience it. And then it says, behold, all things have become new. All things. Not some things, <laughs> not the things I choose, but every single thing has become new in a person's life. And we need to allow God to finally get to us. God has selected you. It's not by chance that a little sperm got to an egg and boom, there something happened. Nine months later, someone was born. And what do we do with this one? It's not like that. You are absolutely born for a day such as this in a family that you are ready to be used of God. You've got to believe it. Because the moment you start believing it, that's where a person starts doing things. And it's wonderful. It's, it's, it's gracious to be used of God. 
It is the most wonderful thing on earth. But you have to be different. Got to be different. If you put yourself next to the place, a person in your workplace, and when you look at the two, you look at you and you look at the person, what do we see? Do we see just the person that goes to church? What do we see? You know, the scripture is quite clear that uh, in Psalm 1 verse 1, this is very important. Psalm 1 verse 1, there's a reason why the Lord gave us Psalm 1 verse 1 and onwards. But I just want to focus on that one quickly. It says here, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sit in the seat of the scornful. Blessed is such a person that there's a blessing that rests on a person that is in God's perfect will. And that blessing, because God knows He can trust this person, He can use this person. But this, this who walks means who behaves. The behavior of such a person is Christ-like. So you're behaving correctly in the counsel of the ungodly. And then, nor stands. It means that standing means I'm not striving after the world, but I'm standing my stand in this world. Time is short. One day you've got black hair and then suddenly you find yourself there's gray hair. Just life is like that. If you don't use your opportunity now today as a young person, as a person of God, it slips by quickly like this. And what then? We stand before the Lord our God. Then it says, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. What is a scornful person? It's a disgusting person, actually. <laughs> That's what a scornful person is. There's a purpose we are saved. There's a purpose behind we are in the world. It's a great thing to work in the world where God can use these people. But the changing, the changing, Pastor Tienz, do you remember when you were a young Christian? I remember those days, how difficult it was to look like Jesus. <laughs> You're on fire, but you've not changed much. And I have been on fire for my Lord, but it took time to develop the character of Christ. Many people start and they give up too easily. Many people start and think, uh, the way I'm feeling now, I'm going to feel like this for the rest of my life. No, it's a battle of faith. You need to have faith. You need to remain, stand strong and walk for your God. So blessed is the man. You can make, you can make your own, own blessing. You know, many people work out their own blessing. They bless themselves. But there's a different thing when the Lord your God blesses you. It's a different thing. Amen. Yes. So ons in Afrikaans sê, a boer maak ons plan. A man makes a plan. <laughs> Let God make your plan. 
decide for once in your life, I'm gonna be a born again, spirit-filled believer who stands for Jesus, who looks like Jesus. Amen. Now I'm gonna get to the real stuff. One of the main scriptures regarding our faith we find, and you can mark it in your Bibles, 2 Corinthians 5.21. One of the main scriptures in the Bible, one of the most important scriptures in the Bible says, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. There's so much, that scripture is so loaded, it's impossible even to talk about it for a minute. But let me stake, make a statement here tonight. Jesus was made sin by God the Father so that we might become the righteousness of God. What does that mean? It meant that the only plan in God was that He had to send His Son to this world. His Son had to die so that we might live. It was the only plan. Jesus did not come to this earth just to raise up meager, silent, just people who want to get to heaven. We've got to get beyond the idea that I've got to make it to heaven. When your hand, when you keep your hand on the plow, you'll plow yourself right into heaven. We have to be in church. It's the ecclesia. It's the place where people gather. If you're a kind of person that leave me alone, I'm on my own. It's the most dangerous thing you can do spiritually because there's never growth in being alone. Irons sharpens iron. You need me <laughs> and I need you. We need each other. That's why the home cell is the, the day, the day. You know, I was on my own for quite a while in the beginning until the home cells kicked off. The moment they put me with other Christians, that's the moment I started growing. I didn't grow much on my own, but the moment there came other irons close to me, it started polishing me. It started taking away the sharp edges until there's a mirror. Oh, this is what I look like. How beautiful it is when you see Jesus in a person. So, got to understand that the only plan God had was to send Jesus Christ to this earth. He did not, one of the greatest sin on earth, the absolute greatest sin on earth is to neglect the salvation of Jesus Christ, to neglect such a great salvation. What did He come for? He came to set the captive free to open up the blind eyes, to proclaim the year of liberty. So if you've not experienced that yet, then I've got to ask the question, how much of Jesus is on you? How much of Jesus have you experienced? There are many ways to experience the Lord, and my time is out. But I'm only starting. We've got the whole evening, don't worry. Colossians 3 verse 6 is the following scripture. 
because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourself once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these things. We need to put off so that we can put on. You cannot put on what you're not willing to put off. Christ is holy. He is the master. He's the only one in charge. He doesn't sit on a chair with others. He knows the best route. He knows the best way for you. He knows what you need. Until the moment you fully surrender unto Him, that's the moment when He takes the reins. Your life makes sense. Then it says, but now you yourselves are to put off all these things. These things. You always see in the Bible, it talks about these things. What do we put off? It says here, anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of our mouths. And then it says, do not lie to one another. Since you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge. That's why people cannot grow spiritually alone. And except God has placed you in that position to grow. Every single person needs a Bible school. Every single person. I cannot tell you how I sat and I was bombarded for three full years with the Word of God and what that did to me. Without that, I doubted I would be standing here. It's impossible. Your spirit is busy, wants to drink. You see, when you get saved, your spirit is renewed. Here's the old man. If you feed the spirit, then it controls the old man and this nature of ours. Each one of us, we have an old nature. That nature is against God. It wants to do its own thing. Only its own thing but until the point where you start clothing yourself with Jesus Christ, then a person's life makes sense. Then the victory starts in a person's life. So what's the first thing that gets saved when you are saved? It's your mouth. <laughs> first, number one thing, because you know, if we don't talk to one another, then there's not a lot of problems. But mankind's full of problems because of this thing. And the first thing that the Lord had to sort, that took a while. God alone knows. These, my colleagues understand this man. I'm too quick with my mouth. God needed to have real grace on me for me to grow spiritually. But it says here in Galatians 3.27, For as many of you as were baptized in Christ have put on Christ, there is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither slave nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. So you are no more the culture that you came in. God has translated you to the kingdom culture. No more Zulu. No more Afrikaner. Nothing, none of that stuff. We look the same. If you have Jesus on... <laughs> Sorry, there's no more. Suddenly my surname became Glamini. <laughs> George Glamini. Because I'm no more me. <laughs> you like that? 
I, where does the Dlaminis come from? <laughs> you know, when we went to the army, this is how you put on. To become a soldier, they actually had to give us everything for free. <laughs> we didn't pay for our food, our clothing, whatever we had was free. But you had to put it on to be able to identify, to be identified as a soldier. Then they had to train you. So you lost your will. Once you are trained, then they trusted you. Because now they put, a, I think it was a seven kilogram piece of metal in your hand by which they trusted you when you've been trained to send you to be used according to the general's plan. How can you imagine? You go to the army and you don't cut your hair. You stay in your Levi's. What does that look like? That's not a real soldier. Same with the kingdom of God. When you step into the kingdom of God, everything about you changes. Everything is free, but it's very expensive. Very expensive. To, to train up a soldier, do you know how much it actually costs the taxpayer? To train up a true disciple of Jesus, young people, to be raised up and to stay strong for the rest of your life. Do you know what kind of damage you can do to Satan and his kingdom? Do you know if you become like Jesus, what impact you can have in the world around you? It's no more pride. We have to go down that Jesus might rise up in us. Amen. So much I have to say tonight, but... Here are certain things, as I'm closing, where you need to put on Christ. You need to put him on in silence. If you cannot be with him in silence alone, you will not be wanting to be with him anywhere else. Then you need to put him on in Scripture. The equipping of yourself with the Word of God is the most important part in a person's life because it's a counteraction in the kingdom of darkness. He knows the Bible. You need to know the Bible. In the last days, what will be the major problem? There will be false prophets and there will be doctrines of demons. If you are not able to identify the false prophets, you will go to hell. That's how serious it is. That is why we want every person to get into the Word, so that you might be a true disciple of Jesus Christ, every person. Then you have to become a disciple. You, I don't understand it, why people won't allow themselves to be discipled. That's weekly with people that you can trust. You need that. You're not supposed to do it alone. And then you put Christ on like what, what we did here today by coming to worship corporately. There are many, many ways to put on the Lord Jesus Christ. You have to put him on in your marriage. That's a difficult one, all right? How many of you have been saved, for, uh, saved married for 30 years? Was it tough? Only in the beginning. But then you got to know each other. And now, you cannot live without a car in a Dennis. 
I want to tell you, we need to put on Christ in our marriages, the way we raise our children, in our workplaces, everywhere we go. We need to look like Jesus. Now this message, there's so much, there's so much depth that a person can go in that it is basically impossible to just speak on this topic in one evening. But I want to pray for you now. There are people here tonight that spiritually you are going through a tough time. All of the things that I've said, maybe you say, maybe I'm disqualified. It is one proper decision and God turns your life around because God is a heart God. He looks at the heart. He looks at every person's heart. Tonight, if you have and if you feel that in your spirit you are lagging spiritually, you are not at the place where you should be, I want you to put up your hand right now. I want to pray for you. I'm not going to call you forward. I want to pray for you. Just stand in your seats. Good, stand. We're not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Stand. Yes, stand. Take a stand tonight. Take a stand for Jesus. Yes. It takes a man and a woman of courage to stand. Lift up your hands to the Lord. The first thing you need to do is deal with sin. No more sin. Turn around from those things that keep you back. And I'm going to pray that the power of God comes upon you. Just lift out your hands to them as well. Father God, Lord, these people who stand here, Father, these, Lord, we stood at the place where they are when we made our commitment to you, Father. And Lord, you've never left us nor forsaken us, Father. Lord, I pray that all their sins be forgiven tonight in Jesus' mighty name. I pray tonight they repent and stand up in the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that right now you baptize them with fire in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Father God, now it's from condemnation to conviction. I pray right now that every person here, Father, will even make contact with the church this week and sign up in the kingdom of God. Father, let your grace come upon them your mercy that are new every morning. Lord, I thank you for every person that have stood up. Bless them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Take your seat. Let's give them a warm hand. If you are feeling sick, please stand up. I want to pray for you. If you do not feel well, stand up. Stand up. There's a powerful anointing here. All right. If there's anybody close to them, just put a hand on those people's backs, please. All right, Father God, in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, Lord, your word says that by the stripes of Jesus, they were healed already. Lord, I see cancer. I bind it in Jesus' mighty name. Father, we come against sickness, disease, and infirmity. And we say to these conditions, Bend your knee in the presence of the Almighty God, Jesus Christ. We break that, we bind that, and we release to these people complete healing. Let the power of your Holy Spirit come upon them now. In Jesus' mighty name.
Every yoke is broken in Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Lord. They are free. If Christ has set you free, you are free indeed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Church, please stand. I'm going to pray for you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father God, Lord, Lord, we are thankful as a church that you have been with us, Father. You have carried us. You have not forsaken us, Lord. Lord, I pray for every person here and those listening, Lord, via the internet. I pray that in the name of Jesus, that Christ be formed in our characters, that every person takes on the character of Jesus Christ, that, Lord, we become effective, Lord, in your kingdom for your purposes. We pray tonight that your people go in peace. But, Lord, tonight there would come dreams and visions that you would disturb them, Father, with purpose in Jesus' mighty name. I thank you for an evening such as this. I thank you for this day, Lord. We thank you for what you have done and what you are busy doing in our midst, O oh God. We thank you for your grace in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody say, Amen. Amen. Go in the peace of God. We love you and we appreciate you. Amen. God bless. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.